Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 15th of February and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slides here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, head on over to the marketstoday.com.au website and you can read the disclaimer there. All right, well, another uh, not so good night in the US, although it could have been worse and it was worse at one stage. We had the Dow Jones closing down 172 points or around half a percent, 34,566 NASDAQ actually closed unchanged, 13,791, and the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle down 0.38%, 17 points down at 44.02. But the usual suspects causing the problems in the US market in terms of the problems with Russia and Ukraine and more uh, fight and talk, I guess, from uh, from Russia and no sign of any withdrawal. But at least they're starting to, uh, uh, well, at least they're continuing to talk uh, with the US. So no sign that uh, diplomatic contact has been broken off. But the market certainly has two things to worry about at the moment, which is the Russians going into Ukraine and, of course, that high inflation. And we had Fed chiefs around and about last night. Talking inflation again, uh, CNBC had an interview with one of the Fed heads uh, and there were some suggestions they wanted to go hard early and their, their credibility was at stake. We saw the VIX index rise 1 point to 29, up 4.20%. SPY futures dropping 64 points. Uh, we did have a pretty good day yesterday, all things considered. When you think that uh, the Dow dropped over 500 points on Friday, we actually eked out a gain yesterday. But 64 points down, showing on the SPY. We'll see how that goes. Commodities, though, were the place to be yet again. We saw Brent crude 96.48, up $2.04, 2.16%. WTI 95.46. up, 2.53% up. Gold also doing well with all this geopolitical tension at the moment. 1869 dollars 27.30, up 1.5%. So we should see a continuation of those big gold miner rises yesterday. Iron ore, though, coming under a little bit of pressure, down half a percent. The Aussie dollar uh, down a little bit, 71.23. In other commodities last night, not quite such uh, optimistic times, but uh, not bad. We had uh, copper up 0.36, nickel up 0.67. Aluminium continues to charge ahead 2.1% better. Zinc down 1.35% and lead up 0.84. Tonne down slightly, nothing very exciting there in the mining stocks overseas. Freeport, McMoran down 0.8, Alcoa up half. Tech up half a percent, Anglo up 1.1, Glencore up 1, Vale down 0.3, Arbomile down 1.4%. BHP in ADR terms, not that it really matters, uh, was down 0.9% and Rio was up 0.75%. The fact that it doesn't matter is that BHP results have come out this morning and we'll get onto those in a minute. Uh, Here you can see the S&P 500. At least we had a rally into the close, saving some blushes, but not enough to save the Dow. 
but uh, certainly saved the Nasdaq. The Dow was down 434 points at its low, closing at 172 down. We had the likes of Apple up 0.14, Meta down 0.8, Google up 0.9, Microsoft unchanged, Amazon up 1.2, and Netflix up 1.3, Block up 3.5%. US banks slightly easier, with uh, Berkshire Hathaway down 1.5% there. Major stories last night. Tech leads while bond curve flattens. The G7 finance ministers underline readiness to act swiftly and decisively if Russia invades Ukraine. Still problematic that the Germans are only going for economic aid rather than weapons and support. And this does uh, indicate that Europe is not completely united, despite the US and the UK saying it is. Putin signalled talks with the US to go on as some drills end. So that is a positive sign there. San Francisco's Daily says too abrupt and aggressive on rake hikes could be destabilizing, certainly could be destabilizing for the equity market. Whether it's destabilizing for the real economy remains to be seen. But Federal Reserve uh, Bank's George pushes back against intermeeting tightening. So we won't get tightening between meetings. But a 50 basis points liftoff says the Fed should consider selling bonds to dampen inflation pressure and Powell under pressure to provide clarity on Fed plans to combat inflation. Unfortunately, the Fed only really has one uh, weapon in its arsenal. That is the blunt force trauma, that is interest rates. The Bank of Japan offered to buy unlimited amount of 10-year bonds in bid to cap the recent rise in yields, and the ECB's Visco whoever they are, says flexible approach needed in unwinding stimulus and the Bank of England to raise rates faster than previously thought due to inflation. Inflation is a big problem in the UK at the moment and getting worse with energy prices rising on the beginning of April by 54%. Oil nearing $100 a barrel. Of course, that does feed into the inflation narrative. It is the chicken and the egg. What comes first, inflation or the oil price or oil price leading to inflation? And widespread base metal shortages driving global commodity crunch, threatening to fuel inflationary pressures. It's all inflation at the moment and Ukraine. What to expect today? Well, obviously, the SPY futures with a 64-point drop is showing some weakness continuing in our market. We did see that weakness yesterday a little early, but we did shrug it off. And we probably will focus more on our results season today. So we do have a whole slew of results dropping on today, and we have seen some already. BHP, of course, the biggest one. And it does look like it smashed expectations for dividends. $1.50 in US terms. I think the market forecast, well, at least their uh, the average was around $1.26. No buyback, though, um, and no other capital management initiatives, but $1.50 in dividends. Uh, they had an underlying profit, which again beat estimates, $9.71 billion US in the last six months. And the average realized price of iron ore was $113.54 a tonne. So not too shabby on that front. It'll take a little bit of uh, going through the weeds to work out uh, the real upshot in BHP. But on the face of it, that does look like a pretty positive result. I haven't seen the outlook statement yet, but it certainly does look a positive result and will certainly help that sector. Iron ore down a smidge last night, but uh, that certainly will be the major focus of the resource sector today, as will all results. And uh, we're certainly seeing that uh, yesterday, a few yesterday, a few more today. And then, of course, we have another Super Thursday 
uh, where things will uh, drop rapidly. So uh, all those results coming on Thursday, we get those Super Thursday results through. So what to expect today? Well, I would expect, I would like to hope that we don't see that 64 points down that the SPY is alluding to. Asia did have a bit of a tumble yesterday and we held up remarkably well. Uh, The gold price will help as well in terms of sentiment and the banks, which have been an absolute ripper dipper recently, uh, certainly doing well. That Westpac news yesterday that they completed the off-market buyback sent that stock up over 4%. So Westpac is very much playing a little bit of catch-up football with the other two banks and uh, certainly they did tend to be, the three banks apart from CBA, did tend to be roughly around the same price for a long time. NAB's now screaming ahead. Westpac has been the laggard. ANZ is kind of the also-ran in the middle, a bit of that, yeah. But um, certainly the banking sector will be the key to it today. 10-year yields in the US, 1.99%, so heading back towards 2%, so not good news there. Australia inched, uh, well, pretty steady yesterday, 2.13. Germany up to positive 0.28%. I don't know why I say positive. It's been negative for so long. You have to get used to the fact that it's now a positive read on those yields. In other news, uh, we have Sims that lifted their dividend. They had a 73.9% increase in sales revenue. And GWA Group ups the dividend, highest in two years. Abode, um, A-B-Y, Abode, um, the uh, beauty products people, uh, Adore, uh, they uh, had the margin guidance of 2.42 to 4% margin. That doesn't seem an awful lot really selling makeup. 2 to 4% in margins. And Seven West Media, earnings rise, net profit jumped 3.2%. Revenue, though, up 27%. It has been a good year for free-to-air advertisers. That's something that uh, I don't think we could have foreseen this time last year. But stay at home, I guess. People locked down and restricted have been running out of things to watch on the likes of uh, Netflix, etc. And maybe switching over to some of the free-to-air programming that we have. And that has forced advertisers to engage there. Origin also in focus today. The energy sector is alive and well with deals. This is the year that AGL splits into good AGL and bad AGL, green and brown AGL. And this is throwing up some deals. And Origin is very much in focus as to what they will do. Investment bankers pouring over that one. And here, there and everywhere looking at selling Soprano Design. And Glencore has approached Orison, who had their numbers out yesterday, about buying their East Coast Rail Division potentially. Question of the day today is where to for the oil price? Here we are approaching 100 bucks. Uh, back uh, in uh, not that long ago, President Biden released some strategic reserves to try and get the oil price down. That had little or no effect. It was just a speed bump in the way to $100. So where to for oil? I've written a little thing today in my, in my work and Henry's take about oil. It does worry me when every man and his dog is long oil and talking at a, up to 100. Well, it's it's pretty much there now and uh, to infinity and beyond. So check that out. Certainly the group think is for oil to continue to push higher. And uh, some of our oil stocks doing well yesterday have done well over recent times as well. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas there. Don't forget to save the date. We have a live in-person Meet the Analyst session that we are running on March the 16th. 
at 6.30. This is exclusive for members where you get a chance to uh, to chat to me. And uh, I've got a few special guests lined up as well, uh, some of our podcast favourites uh, to come along as well. Uh, nothing very formal, no um, PowerPoint presentation, no death by PowerPoint, no panel discussion, just a chance for you as members to catch up with other members, chat about the market and chat to me and some of my mates about the market and anything else that uh, takes your fancy. So put that one in your diary, 16th of March, that is in Sydney. And if it's a is a success and I'm not the only one standing there with a glass of red wine in my hand, then we will continue to do those elsewhere at some stage. So uh, looking forward to that. Otherwise, podcast, as you know, is split into three streams. You can subscribe to the Marcus Strategy podcast, the On The Desk podcast, or the On The Couch podcast. And I have got a time slot today to talk to the boss and putting your questions to Marcus. That's it from me today. Thanks very much and have a great session which at the time was a 32% premium to the share price back in November. Car sales uh, up around half a percent today. First underlying, first half underlying profit up 20% to 88.7 ahead of consensus. Revenue of 242.2 was up 22% versus consensus. An interim dividend 25.5 up 2%. So good results there. Bendigo and Adelaide Bank, first half cash earnings up by 18.7% to 260.7%. And uh, that was ahead of consensus of 239. The stock rose 4.4% today. So doing pretty well today. Uh, That stock looks as if it's got more uh, juice in the stock price. Beach Petroleum, net profit after tax 66% higher to 212.9% for the six months ending uh, to the end of December and Horizon revenue rose 1% to 1.5 billion EBITDA fell 2% to 726.9 million and net profit slid 4% to 256.9 and it cut its interim dividend by 27% to 10.5 cents a share and we saw ukulele sales soaring on the back of Nine Entertainment's interview last night with the Prime Minister nothing in the economic news today and in Asia Uh, We have uh, the problem in Hong Kong continues. COVID rates climbing, turning to China for help analysing virus strains and more kits. And in US US and European news, uh, Coinbase and other cryptos were big on the advertising front at Super Bowl, where the Rams beat Bengals to win the Super Bowl in a 12-hour thriller there. But crypto companies taking top ad slots at the match. And Coinbase forced to put limits and throttle back uh, their website as they were deluged with people wanting to sign up and get more information. And the US-Canada bridge reopens. No Barry Manilow was needed there. And in more interesting news, Saudi Arabia has moved 4% of its holding in Aramco to its sovereign wealth fund. Oil up around 1.5% in Asia. So interesting times for the oil market that's it from me today thanks very much for listening if you're not yet a member of the marcus today community you can head on over to marcustoday.com.au and sign up for the free 14-day trial but that's it have a great evening